What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. I need to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. On this episode that you're joining us for today, we're going to be talking about a question that we, like, how long does it take to get in great shape? How long does it take? How long is this going to take? How long is it going to take me to get in good shape? How long should it take me to lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds? How long is it going to take for me to get tree trunk size quads? How long is it going to take for me to get biceps like Sarit? How long is it going to take? I'm sick of this. I ain't going to need time. I need it to quicken. So thanks for joining us today. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> Sarit, thoughts. So, so, how long does it take? As long as it fucking takes. So, to get... Can my- I ask my favorite question, actually? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> this is my favorite, like, perspective question on the length of time it takes. Okay, so here's the reality. Most people expect things to happen way faster than they're going to happen, and they expect them to happen way easier than they're going to happen. So the first thing you need to do is go in with the expectation, shit's going to be hard, and it's going to take a lot longer than I want. And I have to be okay with that if I want to get the result. For example, would you rather, would you rather it take you an entire year to lose just 20 pounds just 20 pounds. And a, a year? It's going to take how long? Would you rather it take a whole year to just lose 20 pounds or? And, and, and you never gain that 20 pounds back. Never, ever, ever. You never look back. Or try to lose the same 20 pounds for the rest of your life because you're being fucking impatient about it. Would you rather? Would you rather? Think about it. I would it. rather lose 20 pounds really quick and never gain it back. How oh, of course that? you would. Has How has that been working for you? Um, well. You did keto, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. And you, it worked, didn't it? It did, yeah. And, so, and then it didn't, right? What do you mean? Did you keep it off? Well. I'm back to where I was. Okay, so side note. If you're thinking about doing the same diet again because it worked before, if it worked before, why do you need to do it again? Mm. I was just asking. So... Just questions to ponder. 
to real answer this, how long is it going to take you to take in sh- to get in shape? It is relative. And I will tell you, it is relative to a couple of things. And I'm going to write it down as I'm telling you that. I think the obvious one that people know is like, well, it depends on how much weight you have to lose, right? It's different that's, if you have that's 100 pounds. That's the obvious one. Yeah. 100 pounds is going to be different than 20 pounds. Unless you're trying to lose the same 20 pounds for your whole life. Like, just... But assuming, assuming two people took the same exact approach and their bodies responded the exact same way, it would take longer to lose 100 pounds than 20 pounds. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So, what are the other ones? So, yes. The, I mean, look, the bigger the change, the more time it's going to take. Simple as that. Right? Uh, so that's the first thing. You know, like, it's good. Let's say if we took two people, person A, person B, and their life factors were very much the same, okay? The, the factors that I'm going to talk about in just a little bit. Person A has 20 pounds to lose. Person B has 40 pounds to lose. It's going to take four, person B longer, okay? So that's just the reality of it. Um, the second factor is the person's willingness to change, Ooh. You know, like you can, and coachability. I think you yes. can bundle them together. Yes. yes, willingness to change and coachability. Look, you know, you can have only ten pounds to lose. So you can be person A, and you can have only ten pounds to lose, and you've already lost eighty pounds. So you know a lot. You've done really, really well, but you've been stuck, and now the weight keeps teetering, tottering. And, you know, you asked for help and whatever your coach is telling you just doesn't seem to be the thing that makes sense to you. So you're like, I'm going to do what I used to do. Or maybe you just feel like you're not ready for it yet. Um, You know, the more resistance you have towards something, the more time you're taking away from the equation. And that's why, you know, like it is not just about how much you have to lose, but it's also the other character traits and other factors that come along with it. The next thing to consider is factors that are standing in your way. Look, dude, the reality is at, like at hurdles and adversities and challenges yeah, and, in your personal life. Right. And there's a reason why I have a couple of things beyond that is because, you know, like, look, factors that are standing in your way is let's say you're a single mom and you're working three jobs and you've got like, let's say, you know, like three or four kids that you need to take care of. And, you know, like you don't have any time for yourself for one. Know that it does not mean that it is impossible for you. Do know that. Anything that you put your mind into, whatever the mind can conceive, it can achieve. However, look. Conceive and believe. Conceive and believe it can achieve. However, the more resources you put towards something, the better is your chance of getting ahead. And when I say resources, I don't just mean money. I mean the most valuable ones, time and energy, right? Like, let's say, you know, if you're working three jobs, you got three kids to take care of. And let's say you you can only invest 10 minutes a day in yourself versus somebody who can invest 90 minutes in themselves. 
you know, it, it will probably take you longer. It's an exchange though, because if you think about that resource yeah. of time, you're investing more time into your working because you're wanting to get something else out of that versus maybe that person's not investing as much of their time in working, but they're investing it more in working out. You know, it's just everybody has the same amount of time. What, what, what is the ratio of like each thing that we put our time to in life? Like how much time are we putting into each thing? The more time you spend doing something, the faster you're going to get good at that something, yeah. right? Somebody practices uh, shooting free throws for, um, you know, one day a week versus somebody who goes in seven days a week the person who goes in seven days a week is going to get better at it. And that's why so many people think that it's not for them because they get defeated if they can't do like what is perfect. If right? they can't do it fast or if they can't do it as fast as they see somebody else making progress. Yeah. Yeah. So factors standing in your way can definitely um, change the pace at which you, you know, are changing your body. And then the level of help that you're getting. Why do I share this? If let's say everybody in your life is on the same page as you in terms of, you know, supporting you, not just by words, but through actions in terms of you pursuing your goals, you will cut a lot of time out of the equation. I would say that is probably like the biggest accelerator that you can ask for yourself you know, setting yourself in the right environment, you know, getting the help that you need. Number one, professional help. Just like if your teeth are messed up, you just broke a tooth, you're not gonna try to go to the bathroom and fix it yourself. And does anybody have some super glue? Yeah, you're gonna go to a dentist, right? So like, why is it that when it comes to our own personal life, like we, we don't try to cut time out of the equation and invest in a professional who can help us to figure it out? That's a really good point, actually. Like. I've explained this before as thinking of like our health and our fitness as a luxury and not a necessity. Most people treat their health and their, their, you know, their weight and their, you know, their health all around physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, like they consider it like paying for those kind of things as a luxury. Oh, it's a luxury to have a gym membership. It could be if you're getting a fancy bougie ass gym membership when you could get like some, you know, weights and use them at your house. Okay, sure, depending on your circumstances. But taking care of yourself and investing in your own health, in your own wellness, if you need to lose weight, thinking of paying a professional for that as a luxury is ridiculous. Because when it comes to having to pay hospital bills or for medication to keep us alive, we think of it as a necessity. Why is it different? It should not be any different. If you're not good at something that literally affects your well-being and you're not willing to pay for it, but you're willing to pay for a, a car that you don't have money for, let's talk about this for a second. <clears throat> I'm going to save your life right now. You're willing to pay $30,000, $40,000 for a, a piece of transportation when if that thing were gone, it does not affect your health whatsoever. And like, it has nothing to do with you being you, but you won't pay a thousand bucks or whatever to 
better your health and wellness and, and, and your your mental health and your physical health and your um, you won't take care of the fatigue you're experiencing and all of this stuff that really like makes you feel every day. Yeah. Right? Like start thinking about, you know, if you're wanting to lose weight, if you're wanting to, you know, feel less depressed, if you're wanting to take care of yourself, start thinking about that as a necessity. Like you will pay for an antidepressant, but you won't pay to work on the pieces of you that could help alleviate what you're experiencing. And a lot of time, I think it's, you know, what's pushed on us, but sometimes I think it is again, the easy way out. I can take this pill and then I don't have to work on myself. Working on myself is hard, but again, the easy way usually isn't. So start thinking about like, what, what, what are we talking about today? So, so wait, we, we are talking about how long does it take to get in shape? Okay. So if you make your health and fitness and wellness, uh, a necessity and not a luxury or optional, you're going to get there a lot faster. Yeah. And you know, I just wanted to touch on the reason why I think people take it a, as a luxury rather than a, a necessity is because us human beings have this character trait where we take things for granted until an emergency shows up. And the reality is, is that, you know, like most of us are born well, right? Like you are born with physical freedom. You're able to move around. You're able, to, you know, like your body takes care of you. So you never come to think about oh, why should I take care of my body, right? Like, you know, until something goes messed up, right? And then like, you know, something goes out of whack and we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like some and kind people, of scare. And people will do anything for it. Like, no, it's about taking do going out of your out of our way to take the best care possible so that we won't have to get to a point where there is a critical condition and then it's not even a matter of preventing it from happening again it's a matter of oh let me just fix that so hopefully i can have enough time to work on something if possible to prevent it from happening again and usually it's a band-aid we pay for a band-aid when we could pay a little bit more to solve the actual problem, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's like, let me put a cloth over this bullet wound versus, and it's gonna cost you 20 bucks versus, let me get the bullet out of your body and it's gonna cost you $100. You're like, nah, I think I'll just take, I'll just do the 50, just leave the bullet there, just cover it up. Like often that's Until what we Until that do. shit gets infected. Until it gets infected. And now it's going to cost you $1,500 because you didn't do it the right way the first time. So also, and this is not to make anybody feel bad. We're all in the, you know, positions that we're in. And, you know, Sarit and I are here to truly genuinely help. Um, we just want to speak the honest truths from our own personal life experience because we've been through these things. We've made these mistakes. We've learned from them. We've experienced the pain that comes with making those mistakes. We've watched countless other women make those mistakes and have the blessing to be able to help 
people stop making those mistakes and start doing things in a way that really makes them feel great. And I want to share a little bit of a story really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, in case uh, you haven't figured it out, we go a little off topic on this and um, I hope you enjoy it. If you don't, you're probably not watching anymore, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, I had a, a, a little situation with my body recently and I'm still I'm still going through it, but at least I have some answers. Um, and one day, and this is the, the beauty of body awareness uh, and just being self-aware mm-hmm. in general. Um, one day I was showering and I felt something on my boob. I thought I had a mosquito bite, so it was like itching. And then I felt something weird and I was like, mm, and I felt this side and then I felt this side and I was like, there's for sure something in there that is like not the same as the other side. And so I immediately, it was just like, this is, this is like important for me to figure out. And so, you know, after a couple of different trips to the doctor and a mammogram and a ultrasound and a biopsy and all this stuff, um, you know, it's costed me quite a bit of money, even with insurance. I'll tell you, they, what so far probably I've paid, I haven't even had the surgery yet that I need to have. And I've already, um, after it's all said and done, probably will have paid like eight grand, $8,000. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. In total, just the mammogram, biopsy, and the ultrasound alone, like, you know, I got a bill for $2,000 for this, and then I got a bill for $1,500 for that. And that's with insurance. That's with insurance, man. Like, I'm paying 40%. They're paying 60 until I reach eight grand, and then they'll pay the rest, right? So, like, but here's the deal. It's like... We, we, we reach these situations, okay, somebody has a heart attack because they didn't take care of themselves and they got themselves to this point where now they're forced into a corner. Like you're gonna lose your life or you gotta pay all this money. Now I have this pile of debt because I didn't take care of myself before. I said, I'm grateful that I have had enough discipline, honestly, thanks to Sarit, to get myself into a financial situation where like I've just over the last probably like three years, I've been really diligent at saving and stockpiling some money. And like, I'm grateful to be able to have something to be able to use for that. It sucks. I don't want to use it for that. But at the same time, it's like, man, imagine when you're not in a position to be able to do that. And you now you're forced into a corner to have to do that. Now, obviously, this situation is I don't know if I could have prevented this from happening, but there are a lot of things that we can prevent from happening if we will take action before it happens. Heart attacks, um, you know, any kind of heart disease, um, you know, artery issues, any kind of stroke, any of that stuff. Usually we get diabetes. All of that stuff costs a lot of money when you get yourself too far. You might as well use that money and not like give it to, somebody who can help you, (coughs) excuse me, Mm -hmm. so that you can use that money to actually get yourself into a position where you feel good and not use that money just to keep yourself alive and miserable. Because those are the two, those are the two options. Typically, I mean, there's always. And look, there's always, there's always you know, accidents and things that happen that are outside of our control. We're talking about like the top 10 killers in the United States are 
you know, chronic disease, all of which can be preventable. Chronic disease can be preventable. Like five out of the top 10. Right. So, you know, like this is something that we have to take responsibility for. And, um, you know, we got into this because we were talking about <laughs> the level of help, right? Like seeking help from a from as many people as possible, right? Like who have been where you are, have walked the path you need to walk and have been successful over a long period of time. Yeah. And also like having supportive people in your life. Like I will tell you people like our clients, like let's say, let's take two types of clients. Client number one, like works with a coach, of course, gets the professional help, gets amazing results. Meanwhile, nobody in their personal life is supportive versus client B, they're working with a coach. Everybody in their life is super supportive. Client B is going to get better results than client A. And by the way, for anybody who is maybe in a position like client A, don't say, oh, well, I guess that's not for me then. No, don't say that because you're still responsible. You, you have control as to what relationships you have in your life. Just think about it. And in life, you get what you tolerate. Okay, so like relationships are definitely something that can be edited and audited. You just, you know, like you have to want to do that. So again, like, you know, editing relationships does take time, does take energy. So, you know. And, and if you're saying to yourself right now, but what if it's my kid or my spouse? There, there's, still there's, way. there's ways there's to way. make those relationships helpful for you. And I think we have probably have other episodes on it. Yeah. And then the other thing is consistency. You know, like you could be the type of person, yes, I'm willing to change. You know, you could be the type of person who, you know, um, maybe has less factors standing in your own way. You know, you could have a supportive partner and you can invest in a coach. But, you know, the reality is that if you're not being consistent and showing up for you, there is nothing else that can be done about it. So, you know, all of these factors are equally as important. You know, the amount of change that needs to be made, of course, the bigger the change, the more time, energy and effort and resources is going to take you. Simple as that. Um, you know, your willingness to change, you're not willing to do it. You're not going to do it. Right. Um, and then the factors that are standing in your way, right? Like you have more obstacles, it will take you a little bit longer. That doesn't mean that it's not for you. Um, the level of help that you're getting, you know, uh, professionally and non-professionally, the more help that you have, guess what? The more elevated you become and the more consistent you are, the more you're going to get results and see results and continue to move ahead sooner rather than later. So these are the factors that, you know, determine how it will how long it will take you to get in shape. And I believe that getting in shape is relative for everybody. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean for you to be in shape? Yeah. So you need to think for yourself, like, what does that mean for me to be in shape? What am I willing to give up really in order to create this change? Am I willing to, you know, like giving up certain comforts? Am I willing to maybe, you know, uh, give up, a certain amount of money um, so that I can invest in the program? Am I willing to give up maybe a little bit of Netflix time so that I can, you know, spend more time in the kitchen meal prepping? It's it's 
it's all an exchange. Like life is a cycle that's full of exchanges. You give up one thing, exchanges. you get another thing in return, right? Like it's a flow. And problem solving. Yeah. Like what? Ask yourself what factors are currently standing in the way. And I will tell you this. Most people, like the biggest factor standing in your way is the person that you're looking in the mirror. Woo! That's just the reality of it. You know, like um, what kind of help are you currently getting, if anything at all? And what level of help are you seeing yourself worthy of getting? Hmm. Okay. Like, because if you're like, I have a hard time asking for help, then I think you have self-worth issues. You cannot get anywhere in life without asking for help. The most successful people have, the more successful you want to be, the more people you have. You gotta recruit, more, you more gotta help, you. yeah. That's just the reality of it, right? Um, and then, you know, like, all of that will probably determine, like, what what your level of consistency could be so and, yeah i want to answer a very very literal and tactical okay. way to answer this okay if we're talking about weight loss like maybe it's helpful to hear if you're like oh, i clicked on this video because i want to know how long it's going to take me to lose 20 pounds cool I used to search for things like that too. So in that case, like, you know, if, if for one, uh, my recommendation is, is you're not measuring your progress only by the number of pounds. However, to answer this question, like a good, a good rate, honestly, a good consistent rate to lose weight is going to be one pound a week. You can do more than that. Yes, 100%. I do, I do not recommend you stress yourself out trying to lose, you know, two to three pounds a week every week. I, because here's the deal. When you're only using that as a measurement um, and the scale is the tool that you use for that measurement and the scale only tells uh, one part of the story, which is total mass, it's not always giving you the most accurate uh progress measurement, right? The measuring stick is not always accurate because I can weigh myself and then I can drink something that has weight to it, which if I drink it, it goes in my body. I've got now more weight to me. And then I weigh myself and I weigh more. I can decide, oh my gosh, I just gained however much weight of fat when maybe that's not the truth. So I would say, you know, for one, go by how well are you respecting yourself on a day-to-day -day basis? How well am I respecting myself by the food that I eat, by the, you know, amount of water that I drink, by the way I move my body, by the way that I talk to myself? How much am I respecting myself? Um, and how is how good is that making me feel? Because ultimately, why are we trying to lose weight? To freaking feel better, Right. So if you're doing things that make you feel better, isn't that the goal? Over time, you will lose the weight by literally default. So, you know, focus on how am I treating myself? How am I respecting myself? What actions am I taking? Do I feel good about those actions? And then if you must weigh yourself, you know, wait a whole month. Because here's the deal. 
if you're, let's say 38, 35, 38, I don't know, 45, 55, 65, 75, 85, you probably got at least another 50 years minimum, God willing, um, no natural disasters happen. Like 50 years, what is one month out of 50 years? Like you've got, it's okay. It's okay to be patient. And those who make a good habit of delaying gratification are usually the ones who get the best results over time. So that's my extra message to you. Yep. So there you have it. We hope that you found a lot of value and clarity in today's conversation. If you did and you haven't already subscribed to our channel, definitely make it a point to do so, so that you can be notified whenever a new video drops. As of right now, we do that a couple times per week. And then also, you know, uh, if you had any conversations, maybe with your sister, your cousin, your best friend, your coworker, who was like, oh, I wonder how long it's gonna take me to lose weight. Um, I'm, I'm really ready to kick things into high gear. You know, if you know anybody who will find value from this conversation, spread the love, share the love, right? Like, like we said, life is a cycle, right? Just so click the, the share button, copy the link, paste it, send it to them. Yeah. It's a great favor you've done for your friend. The more you give, the more you receive. Yeah, and uh, until next time, we hope that you found value in today's episode and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sari. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsari.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sari.